St. Patrick's Day is right around the corner, but if we've learned anything from pandemic, not even holidays get a pass. Packed pubs and parades will have to take a backseat to corned beef and cabbage takeout with a side of river dance. And while you may have to do without green beer and parades of friends this year, you won't have to forgo the transfer pricing headlines. We've got them right here. Hello, everyone. It's Matthew DeMello, your host of The Fiona Show, Hot Off the Press, Cross-Border Solutions Weekly Transfer Pricing in the News Podcast. Why is Zambia introducing country-by-country reporting rules? Which country's arm's-length principal initiative is growing faster than its tulips? And why does the IRS have its eye on MNE's use of government assistance? Buckles the mind. We've got those stories for you, hot off the press, but first, a message from my friends and yours at Cross-Border Solutions. Hi, I'm Matthew DeMello, and you may know me as the host of the Fiona Show Cross-Border Solutions Weekly Transfer Pricing Podcast. And while I love to discuss transfer pricing, this podcast isn't the only place you can hear me doing it. Cross-Border Solutions recently relaunched Transfer Pricing University, a live webinar series where you can learn about modern-day transfer pricing, everything from methodologies to comparables to preparing documentation to meet country-specific regulations. Good stuff, I know. Chief Economist Mimi Song leads the sessions. I just ask the occasional obvious question. Since our program is NASBA certified, you can earn one CPE credit for joining each session. Pretty sweet. So what are you waiting for? Join us for Transfer Pricing University Weekly. Classes are free, so now you really have no reason to miss it. Sign up at xbs.ai slash tpu. your partner to your parents. That's a big step. Introducing country-by-country reporting rules in Zambia? That's just another day in transfer pricing. The new regulations titled Statutory Instrument SI number 117 of 2020, very catchy title, went into effect on January 1st, 2021 in a line with the OECD's BEPS Action 13. As for the nitty-gritty details, a tax resident ultimate or surrogate parent entity is required to submit a country-by-country report if the consolidated revenue tops 4.795 million Zambia Quacha or 218,130,000 U.S. dollars. The report must be filed within 12 months of the group's last day of the reporting financial year, and as in other countries, it provides the tax authority with a company's financial nuts and bolts in each jurisdiction the multinational operates. This looks like naming each constituent entity in the country of tax residents, showing the nature of each entity's business, and identifying if the country of incorporation differs from the tax residents. While Zambia hasn't yet signed on the multilateral competent authority agreement on the exchange of country-by-country reports, it is taking steps in the right direction to enforce compliance. Until then, constituent entities will have to file their own country-by-country report with the Commissioner General, which means it's critical that country-by-country reports echo the information found in the local and master files. The days of transfer pricing mismatches are numbered, at least in the Netherlands. The Dutch government held an online consultation earlier this month to discuss the application of the arm's length principle. The goal? To come to a unilateral solution on international mismatches and resulting double non-taxation. 
The initiative began in April 2020, when the Dutch Established Advisory Committee on the Taxation of Multinationals submitted a report with suggestions on how to revise the Dutch corporate income tax. If enacted, Dutch corporate taxpayers involved in international-related party transactions are going to be spinning faster than the country's windmills. The consultation report provides that if a transaction isn't arm's length, a downward adjustment of the tax base will only be applied if there is a corresponding upward adjustment of the counterparty, and it's on the taxpayer to show that the corresponding adjustment is reasonable. The consultation is open for commentary until April 2nd and is expected to take effect on January 1st, 2022. From stimulus packages to extended unemployment to bailouts, the U.S. government has made a valiant effort to keep the nation's head above water during the pandemic, and for that, we say thank you. The message from the IRS, however, seems to be don't mistake our kindness for weakness. The IRS is honing in on companies' transfer pricing treatments of government assistance and distribution of COVID-related costs. John Hughes, director of the IRS's Advanced Pricing and Mutual Agreement Program, but not the director of Pretty in Pink and The Breakfast Club considers it a, quote, burgeoning issue, unquote, as it becomes more of an issue in cross-border tax disputes. Multinationals are having difficulty accounting for government assistance, like wage subsidies, when it comes to calculating arm's-length range. So how can MEs demonstrate that they've been using government assistance appropriately? It boils down to effort. Tax authorities want to see businesses trying to find reasonable allocation of income, even in the most unreasonable times. And just like that, you've got your finger on the pulse of transfer pricing headlines. Why not keep this knowledge party raging? Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and we'll be sure to keep you up to date on transfer pricing news in minutes. While you're at it, check out our anchor podcast, The Fiona Show. This podcast was hosted, edited, and engineered by yours truly, Matthew DeMello. Associate producer Christy Clements wrote the script, so this St. Patty's Day is going to look a little muted compared to Kelly Green years of past, but the transfer pricing headlines, they just keep getting better. We'll catch you next week.